In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, The Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Politically Georgia podcast, where we bring you news and analysis of all the latest Georgia shenanigans in Congress and under the Gold Dome. I am not Greg Lustein, but I am Bria Felician, the producer of the Politically Georgia podcast. Today, we wanted to share with you something a little bit different. We recently ran a story in the AJC about young voters and the appeals for parties to gain their votes. This is the podcast version. In this episode, you'll be able to hear from young voters themselves. So take a listen. So I just have one question. Who here is excited to vote to elect Stacey Abrams the next governor of Georgia? We need you to get out. We need you to elect a GOP ticket. We need you to get Brian Kemp in the governor's office. Because that's gonna matter, not just for 2018. Recent visits to Georgia's colleges and universities show the strong efforts being made to engage young voters leading up to November's midterm elections. AJC analysis show that 19% of all registered voters in Georgia are younger than 29. 18 to 29 year olds are traditionally the least likely age group of voters to cast ballots in any election, according to U.S. Census Bureau data. And young voters typically turn out in even smaller numbers during midterms. On the morning of October 9th, U.S. Senator Elizabeth Warren campaigned for Stacey Abrams at Clayton State. Early voting starts soon. Get out. That evening in friends. Athens, Donald Trump Donate. Jr. did the same for Brian Kemp calls. before heading to a Turning Point USA touring campus clash event nearby. A week earlier, John Legend visited Atlanta to campaign for Abrams and encouraged college students to get active and vote. And Kemp has campaigned at UGA football games. Some efforts to involve students haven't gone well. There was an incident where U.S. Senator David Perdue was recorded snatching a Georgia Tech student's phone and a Clayton State associate professor apologized after offering students extra credit to attend the event with Elizabeth Warren. But both Republican and Democratic parties in Georgia are making appeals to get younger voters involved in the midterms, including the campaigns of candidates in the currently high profile and close race for governor. We spoke to students at Clayton State who plan to vote for Stacey Abrams. We also spoke to students at UGA who plan to vote for Brian Kemp. The young voters the AJC spoke with shared their views on the candidates, engaging in politics, and Georgia's upcoming mm-hmm. elections. Uh, Sasha Benefield, senior here at Clayton State University. Or have you always been politically active? Um, politically active is a questionable. I, 
I've always been involved in politics. I like talking about it. I'm really interested in it. I like knowing both sides. I'm a very politically centrist person. So yes, kind of. Since the uh, Bush administration, baby Bush. <laughs> so what sparked your, your desire to do like more? As terrible as this sounds, uh, Trump. Trump is legitimate. The reason, the way he bigotry, his rhetoric is terrible. The way he wants to attack everyone and not reflect on himself, especially with the Kavanaugh hearing. We'll have to deal with the effects of having a conservative Supreme Court for years on end because it's a lifetime sentence. I feel we're more politically active, but also I think it's more at face value. It matters more if we vote, if we talk to our senators, representatives, and get what we want implemented because we're the generation that is, you know, being hurt by all of these policies. What about Abrams and her campaign has you excited? For someone who can't afford, you know, healthcare themselves, that matters a lot to me because I pay for all of my stuff out of pocket. And when if I get sick, I'm just shit out of luck, even at work. I work full-time jobs, I babysit. I do a lot. It really sucks that I do all this work. I work 40 hours a week and I'm not a full-time person, so I can't afford health insurance. And if I wanted health insurance, it would cut way more into my education. So it's just kind of like that disconnect of why am I working my butt off if I can't even afford health care. Logan Waldrop. I am a currently a junior. I'm a year ahead, and I'm on, and I'm 19 years old at the University of Georgia Harris. So, would you consider yourself politically active? Uh, very. Um, I, I go to a lot of different events. I actually um, go into the campus class right after this um, with Charlie Kirk. Uh, I find myself watching a lot of uh, Charlie Kirk videos, and I've been Shapiro podcasts and stuff like that. Um, and I try to be as politically active as possible. I guess you could kind of say it runs in the family. Um, but like I said, the reason I'm so active now is just because we know Kemp and we're trying to really support him and get us get him in office. Right. College or maybe just right out of college. You feel like people are into politics or like local? I think more so now than ever, yes. Um, and it, it's actually kind of funny. It depends on where you're at on campus. It depends on like what party they're going to be leaning with. So if you're on North Campus, it's going to be more liberal-centric. And then uh, if you're on South Campus, then it's going to be more conservative. Um, and it's actually kind of funny because, I mean, it, people say that, and I didn't believe it at first, but actually that's – we actually had um, – there were a couple of protests um, in North Campus. Um, and, of course, they were they were totally being peaceful, um, totally within their, law, within their legal rights. And um, but you go to South Campus here, you know you're not going to see stuff like that. Um, and I, I don't really know why it's like that, but that's just what I've seen. I mean, it's it's actually a pretty pretty interesting little thing. My name is Sierra Glenn. I am a senior here at Clayton State University. Well, when I got the email through our student activities email thing that they usually send out, I was like, okay, I really like her and I want to vote for her, but let me make sure I actually understand what she stands for and everything like that. And this is actually the first time I ever heard her speak. I've seen like clips, of course, in videos, maybe on social media or something, but it was actually time I saw her speak. So I wanted to come out here and make sure I was certain and for sure, like, this is the person I want to vote for, even though I'm not going to vote for the other guy, <laughs> but I just wanted to make sure, yes, okay, like my vote is with confidence, not just because she's black. I'm that terrible American who doesn't really pay attention until it's time to vote, which I need to get better with that. But um, 
honestly, it's just if I hear about it or my mom tells me, hey, you need to be paying attention to this, and she'll kind of wake me up with it. I'm like, okay, yeah, I do. Like, I'm I'm old enough to vote. Let me pay attention. So um, that's all. I just, when I hear something about it or someone kind of points me to it, then I'll pay attention. I'm kind of terrible. <laughs> what about today? What message stood out to you? Um, her stands on education and making sure everyone has affordable health care. I like how she is representative of me, especially being a black um, female. And then um, her being born and raised in America and then saying, hey, I did it, you can too. Because I've come from a school where there's not enough books to give out. So the teacher had to go print out copies and just everybody get a packet. So, and no one, everybody didn't have laptops. And if we did have a laptop, it was some kind of broken internet, not really working. It was just terrible. So to see her come up from some of the same struggles, it just, it means more. Alexa Tamaris. This is all very exciting, you know. Um, I feel like being in college and being over 18 and being able to vote, like, people are more excited about it. Everyone's talking about it right now. Um, and so just to, like, be able to go to an event specifically for that and with people that I really look up to is, like, so exciting for me. I feel like, um, especially with the whole registering to vote deadline being tomorrow, um, I feel like you're hearing about that a lot, you know, from both sides on campus. Both There are, like, groups that are standing there outside of the MLC or outside of Tate and they're like arguing their beliefs and everything so I feel like a lot of people are into it right now. I just, I, I get that vibe that people are, you know, like going on the internet looking up news, trying to watch the TV and just seeing what, like who to vote for and why they should vote. A big part of it is the media and I feel like you know, like for young people to get involved, like celebrities are coming out and being like, go vote, so like you're hearing it with it, sort of like, people are appealing to young adults to try and get them to vote specifically so like like I said with celebrities and um, I feel like people especially with Donald Trump being president people are either really upset about it or really happy about it so they're like I'm going to vote based on me being very excited about him or very upset about him. I feel like um, Brian Kemp like he's a really big family man he has like a lot of the southern qualities that I feel like are really important to Georgia he's a supporter of the second amendment into like securing our borders and everything and so those are just things that like as soon as he campaigned about it I was like okay makes sense he's the Republican guy so I just think it's really exciting that people are getting excited about politics whether I agree with them or not it's really interesting to see people my age like just getting excited about it and picking a side and actually thinking about things instead of just sort of jumping into one category based on one aspect of a political party like I feel like it's really important for people to do research and be passionate about who they support not just like do it just to do it um, so I I feel like it's really great to see a lot of young people doing that so around me so yeah Well, that's all for this week's edition of the Politically Georgia podcast. Head to AJC.com forward slash politics to subscribe to Politically Georgia. You'll get access to our daily newsletter, along with all of our stories and updates on all things Georgia politics. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and rate us. It really means a lot to us when you do. And as always, thank you for listening. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song. A celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-Hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. 
Everybody wants a rhythm, but they don't want some blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. Our journalists at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution are working around the clock to keep you updated on all the developments surrounding the Trump indictment. Now the AJC is putting all of our coverage in one place with our new Trump 19 newsletter. Every Wednesday, you'll have our latest coverage and analysis on this historic case in your inbox. So sign up for free today at AJC.com slash indictment newsletter. That's all one word. AJC.com slash indictment newsletter.